welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. This week, Adam's off to the Oxford University Museum of Natural History, and we're getting ready for Chinese New Year with Meg. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. This week, Adam's in Oxford, and he's visiting the Oxford University Museum of Natural History. Uh, hi, I'm Scott. I work here at the Museum of Natural History at the University of Oxford, and my job recently has been working on 20 new permanent displays here in the museum, which is something that doesn't happen very often. It's about 20 years since the last ones, so we're quite excited to be finally opening them, and then we're going to carry on and do some more new ones over the coming year or so. A lot of people come into this building and, and think, oh, it looks like the kind of big London railway stations that are made out of iron and glass. And it, in fact, when it was being commissioned, this building, it, it was described as by, um, I can't remember, but a Victorian, some Victorian, as um, being made out of rail, those railway materials, you know, so it was very much in that same kind of mode. But yeah, just to try and describe it for people who are listening, it's, um, it's quite a, it's a very uh, huge cavernous space. We've got um, these iron columns, raw iron columns that um, take, take us right up to a, a pitched glass roof. There's lots of light coming in. You can probably hear it's quite a large space. It sounds a little bit like a swimming pool <laughs> a lot of the time when it's busy. Uh, and it's incredibly um, intricately decorated. So there's plants are made out of iron, uh, plants and animals are carved out of stone, there's archways all the way around the gallery, which is on an upper level. Um, so yeah, it's a really striking uh, space to present all of life, which is what we're kind of trying to do under this one kind of imp- impressive roof, in one room essentially, we are talking about the whole history of life in the past and today and, and it's, uh, yeah, if you visit you can, you can bite all that off in, in, a, in a relatively manageable kind of space. Lots of museums you go and have big scary signs that say do not touch. Uh, in front of me is a bear. Is it a bear? It is. It's a brown bear. In front of me is a bear and I'm about to lay my hand on it and I'm hoping that some sirens aren't going to go off, Scott. Do you know what? It's even better than that. I'm going to just turn this sign around here. What does it say? Please touch. Please touch. I love it. Yeah. So we're quite well known, I think, in, in this museum for having things that you can put your hands on. We've, we've had it for many years now in various different um, specimens that are put out specifically for people to touch and get a direct kind of contact with, which is, yeah, as you say, it's, un- it's unusual. There are things here that we don't let people touch because they're too fragile and it would degrade them, but there are lots of things that you can touch. So uh, there were normally two bears, actually. We've got a brown bear here and we used to have a black bear just opposite over there, but that one's um, currently in storage, I think, because of the work that's happening. But yeah, the brown bear, it's a lovely fur, isn't it? It's really, yeah, really, bears, yeah, shake, shaking the paw there, yeah. And if we come round here, it's one of my favourite objects, um, and it's a touchable object as well, because this is a, it's a rock from space, which I just think is the coolest thing. And it's as old as the solar system, essentially. So it's a four, So you were th- saying that the, the extinction things were old. They were hundreds of millions of years old. This is 4.5 billion years old. So this is the stuff that the planets, the rocky planets in the solar system, including Earth, essentially formed out of. Um, and you can touch it. So you can touch this incredibly old meteorite. Um, 
that is, that's landed from you know from space on Earth, and here it is under my hand. And I just think that's great. Yeah, it feels sort of metallic in yeah, a way. It's, it's kind of cold iron touch yeah. and, and immensely heavy as yeah, well. Immensely, I mean, very solid too. Which is why no no one could steal it because <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Don't steal it. Um, but yeah, they're incredibly heavy. It's so dense. Yeah, um, and then we've got a whole run of touchable minerals down this aisle. So the meteorite's my favourite, but we've got here a lovely striped piece of nice. Spelt G N I E G N E I S S, not N I C E, um, which is a type of rock, and then a lovely quartz crystal there, and some pyrite and, and an ammonite at the end, and, uh, and on it goes. So, yeah, having touchable specimens is really uh, kind of important to us. Um, and what we're doing at the moment is trying to. Um, we're going to rearrange some of these so that they link with our brand new displays, which are just behind you there. Um, so this one's all about the birth of the solar system, and it contains lots of meteorites and, uh, again, rocks from space. So it will sit with the meteorite that we were just touching. And then as we go down, there are other displays about the structure of the Earth and how the Earth works, and we're going to kind of match up the touchable specimens. So you can see inside the cases what's happening, and then you can put your hands on something that's, um, you know, related to that uh, for, for real, as it were. Hi, my name's Carly Sp- Huggins and I work at the Oxford University Museum of Natural History and I am the family's education officer so my job entails creating and designing activities for families that visit the museum during the weekends and school holidays. Yeah so on Sundays you can come along on a Sunday afternoon to family friendly Sundays where you can loan out one of our backpacks. This one is called Jurassic Pack and it's all about Mary Anning. So Mary Anning lived in the Victorian era and she actually made significant Um, discoveries that were really crucial and she actually found her first fossil when she was 12 years old that she's been given the nickname princess of paleontology but at the time when Mary discovered these things women were not considered scientists so when she was finding these things lots of people kind of tried to steal her ideas and pass them off as their own so she was born about 200 years ago and she lived in Lyme Regis in Dorset and this is where she found most of her um, her fossils. So one of the coolest things that she found, in my opinion, is she discovered fossilised dinosaur poo. So we call them coprolites, and they're basically the remnants of the, the dinner of a dinosaur. And one, uh, one of the things we can find out about di- dinosaurs from dinosaur poo is what they ate and their diet, which can tell us all about their lives and what kind of environment they lived in and the creatures that lived around them too so that was a really important discovery that she made and in this backpack you can learn all about her discoveries and the kind of work that she did so if somebody wanted to come along to the oxford university museum of natural history and if they wanted to have a go at one of these packs what would they need to do so all of our activities are free and they're also drop in as well so you can come along So, for example, the backpacks on a Sunday, as I said, you can come along, just drop in between two and four and pick up one of these backpacks. Uh, We also run holiday activities. So every school holiday, we're running something on a Monday and Tuesday. And that's usually in the afternoon. Again, drop in and free. But every day we're open to the public and it's free to visit and there's always trails to do so if you're looking for something to do and there's not an activity on you can always pick up a dinosaur detective trail and find all the dinosaurs oh thank you very much adam you can find out more by searching for the oxford university museum of natural history online i'm james stewart and in saving planet earth i'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialed to try and save our planet Led, of course, by your questions. 
Hi Gems, I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. <laughs> this is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, now Chinese New Year is on the 22nd of January and Meg's here to tell us more about a very magical, mythical animal. Dragons in Chinese culture are a symbol of wisdom and power and thought to bring good luck to people. They are also used to celebrate Chinese New Year, which this year in 2023 falls on the 22nd of January. They'll be used in a dragon dance where long dragons made of different materials will parade through the streets and it's said that the longer the dragon dances the more luck will come in the new year so today i thought we could make our very own chinese dragon in this craft so to make your dragon head you're going to need a paper plate now don't worry if you don't have a paper plate you can also draw around a normal plate on some proper card Once you've got your paper plate or you've cut out your card, you want to draw a circle in the centre, leaving about two inches around the outside. The inside of this circle is going to be the mouth of the dragon when the paper is folded, so paint it red or pink. So I'm painting mine red and I've let it dry. And then once you've done this, you want to fold the paper plates in half so the mouth is at the centre of the fold, so you're folding the red to the middle. What you'll get is a kind of snappy mouth right with the mouth in the middle inside of the plate and then get a ribbon and stick it inside the mouth so it hangs out like a little lizard or a dragon tongue next get a piece of card and then get a glass or something that is circle i've actually got like a little ramekin and you want to draw around the ramekin or glass so you've got a circle and you want to do this twice so these two circles are going to be the eyes so i've drawn mine and then i've folded them in half so what you're going to do is you're going to stick one half down onto the top of the paper plate and then the other half is going to pop up above the paper plate fold like an eye i've just drawn the center of mine as black so you've got your folded mouth which is the paper plate and two eyes sticking up on top of it Now we're going to make the body. So what I'm doing is I'm going to make my body out of paper chains. You could use wrapping paper, newspaper, a card. I'm going to use some card because I do think that it gives it a little bit more sturdy. And basically what you need to get is cut your card into strips that are about 10 centimetres long and about five centimetres wide. They don't need to be exact. And then get your first strip of paper and loop it round so that it makes a circle like a bracelet and stick a bit of sticky tape on the end and then get another piece of paper put it through the circle you've just made round and sticky tape at the end if you've ever made a paper chain that's basically what we're doing so make a nice long paper chain basically the longer the paper chain the longer your dragon's going to be and then add the front of the paper chain stick that to the paper plate that is the dragon's mouth underneath so it's coming out of its chin And you've got now a dragon's head and a long paper chain. Get another paper plate and stick the spare paper chain bits that aren't looped into like a fluffy tail and stick that at the other end of the paper chain. So now you've got a dragon head, a long paper chain and a dragon end. 
Now, what you want to do is you want to be able to do a little parade around your house with it. So get a lolly stick and stick the lolly stick under the first bit of the paper chain so you can hold on to this. Pop a lolly stick at the end. And now, if you get one person to hold the front and one person to hold the back, you've got a dragon. Now, if you've done a really long paper chain, you might need an extra person in the middle to stick a lolly stick in the middle. And you have made your very own Chinese dragon for the new year. And remember what I said at the start, the longer it dances for, the more good luck you'll have in the Chinese New Year of 2023. This year is actually the year of the rabbit. So anybody with that zodiac sign, uh, especially good luck for you. My zodiac sign is the year of the ox. Next year's sign is going to be the year of the dragon, actually. Quite excited for that. Mine is the ox. Bex, do you know what your zodiac sign is? I am also the year of the rabbit. Hooray! Good luck is coming around the corner for me this year. Uh, thank you to Meg. And just like that, we've reached the end. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to any time you fancy. If you're after some more suggestions, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you like. Whatever you do and however you do it, tell us at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And remember to rate, review and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner, with additional editing from Meg Long. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon, and happy Chinese New Year. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts.